0: Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is With Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Friday, May 28, 2021. Italy has administered 32,959,000 shots of vaccine, 11,206,000 Italians are fully vaccinated, 18.6% of the population. The regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of their population are Molise, Liguria, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Abruzzo and Umbria. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of the population are Sicily, Calabria, Sardinia, Campania and Tuscany. This ranking changes if we consider the percentage of doses administered in relation to those delivered to the regions. From this point of view, the five regions with the highest percentage are Umbria, Apulia, Lombardy, Marche and Liguria, while while those with the lowest percentage are Sardinia, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Lazio, Valle d'Aosta and Trentino Alto Adige. The Italian government has decided that from June 10 there will be no more national directives regarding the age groups to be vaccinated. The number of the doses already delivered and those that will arrive in the next two weeks allow to plan the acceleration of the campaign in view of the summer. The goal is clear, to align the regions so as to avoid that there are areas of the country that run and others that lag behind, especially with respect to the elderly and frail. Meanwhile, science is moving forward and ahead of the next fall vaccination campaign, a single vaccine for COVID and influenza together is being studied. Meanwhile, contagion is slowing in Italy. In the last 50 days, we have seen a collapse of hospitalizations, minus 71%, and intensive care, minus 65%, thanks to the effect of of vaccines. For the 10th consecutive week, new cases continue to fall weekly. Italy is virtually in the white zone. The national incidence, with the data on contagions today fell to 49 cases per 100,000 inhabitants, Just below the threshold of 50 cases per 100,000, the quota under which it is possible to abandon most of the containment measures. The parameter is applied on a regional basis, but exceeding the psychological threshold at the national level is still a watershed. The last time with an incident below this threshold dates back to October 11, 2020, over 7 months ago. At that time, however, it was in full ascent, with a rate of increase close to 100% weekly, while today we are in a decline close to 30% weekly. Therefore, a white June is on the horizon for more than half of the peninsula. The white zone means that there is no curfew, everything is open, and only the obligation to wear masks and anti-aggregation measures remain. From next Monday, Molise, Sardinia and Friuli-Venezia-Giulia will be in white zone. Also, according to the data, Liguria, Veneto, Umbria and Abruzzo go towards the white starting from the following Monday, that is June 7. Moreover, with high probability, on Monday, June 14, the province of Trento, Lombardy, Emilia-Romagna, Lazio, Piedmont and Apulia will become white zone too. Some problems that had been threatened by some Eastern European countries have been overcome and now the recovery fund machine is getting underway with the start of the procedure to pay to the 27 states the advance of the first tranche of funds. For Italy it is worth 25 billion euros. of the total planned over six years, which will arrive between the end of July and early August. Of these 25 billion euros, 11 billion will be issued in the form of loans to be repaid in the long term, while the others are grants, non-repayable subsidies. A research study just published says that the role of nonprofits is growing in Italy, even during the pandemic. The universe accounts 375,000 institutions, including associations, foundations and social cooperatives, an increase of 25% compared to 10 years ago. There are 10.5 million Italians who participate in associative activities, i.e. one in five of those over the age of 14. The value of production is estimated at 80 billion euros and is close to 5% of the gross domestic product. There are 900,000 employees, 70% of them are women, in addition to 4 million volunteers. Research confirms that Italy is one of the countries with the most subsidiary vitality in Europe, with one association for every 160 inhabitants, 65% of non-profit institutions operate in culture, Sports and Recreation, followed by Social Assistance and Civil Protection, with 9%, Labour and Business Relations, 6%, Religion, 5%, Education and Research, 4%, and Health, 4%. In Italy, the pandemic has enhanced the role of the third sector, which has flanked public intervention in key sectors such as assistance and health. Certainly, the Covid emergency has penalized certain sectors such as nurseries, day centers for the disabled, sports and recreational activities. But despite the crisis, private individuals and public bodies have supported the third sector which donations and contributions, recognizing its great social value and helping to spread the culture of subsidiarity in Italy. In order to try to discover the dreams, fears and values of Italians between 18, 18 and 30 years of age, A wide-ranging survey was conducted. What emerged was a surprising and partly worrying portrait. At the top of the list of people they know and recognize themselves in is the wonderful Bebe Vio, 24-year-old world champion of Paralympic foil, a product Italian who has made the phrase Life is cool her slogan. Young Italians feel uncertainty like everyone else but they are more bored 10% more anxious 6% more resigned 4% more and less confident 6% less than adults they see themselves as dreamers reckless and supportive but neither competent nor concrete responsible or consistent it is as if they do not feel ready to take responsibility in fact only 1 in 3 would like to be more involved in politics After this difficult year, they feel grateful to doctors and nurses, while they have less and less trust in politics and journalists. This is perhaps also because they feel a sense of exclusion from the future, have felt they cannot change it, and 61% define themselves as spectators or extras, with few career opportunities due to lack of generational turnover, the 82% of them. In this context, some of the guiding principles of the parents and grandparents have lost their significance, in particular faith, traditional family and homeland. The main themes on which they want to commit themselves are the fight against climate change and gender equality. Regarding the relationship with technology, after a year of distance learning and smart working, the young Italians who say that the problems created by science and technology outweigh the benefits are, in percentage terms, more numerous than adults, 39 versus 34%, even if for 7 out of 10 of them the impact of technology on their lives is positive. Usually, in these videos, I don't make reference to Italian characters who have unfortunately left us. Today, however, I am making an exception because yesterday, Carla Fracci, a true Italian icon of the world of dance and entertainment, passed away at the age of 84. Carla Fracci was born in Milan in Lombardy home of the most famous theatre in the world, La Scala, where Fraci was prima ballerina, renowned for romantic roles alongside such greats as Rudolf Nureyev and Mikhail Baryshnikov. The Mian Theatre recorded the fairy tale rise of the daughter of a tram driver who, through talent, commitment and hard work, became the most famous ballerina in the world and inspired a generation of young people. I can assure you that it is true my wife was a ballet dancer and my daughter still is and for both of them carla fracci was simply a myth of whom every italian was and will always be proud born in 1936 fracci spent world war ii with relatives in the countryside to escape the frequent bombardment of milan the industrialized lombardy capital she described her her younger self as a farmer who knew nothing of the theater, of the or the world of dance, much less those little shoes. But after the war, an observer remarked on her grace and musicality, recommending she try out for La Scala's academy. She was accepted at age ten, riding her father's tram each day to the academy. If you think about it, it's the perfect example of the Italy after the Second World War: poor, humble. Talented and then successful after a lot of hard work and confidence in the future. Italy owes her and will never forget her grace, her belief in hard work, and her immense pride of being Italian. It's so for now, it's so for today. Please remember then, from uh, l- next week, uh, We Italian News will be bi weekly on Monday and Thursday, no more Monday, Wednesday and Friday from next week, it'll be Monday and Thursday. You and I will see on, uh, uh, on uh, Monday, uh, please stay safe, take care, stay healthy, enjoy life. Uh, Italy is waiting for you, come back, the tourists uh, come please come back because the tourists can come back. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was with Italian news, ciao from Rome.